0: Welcome back, y'all. It's another Pay It Forward. And this is still a bit different than I normally do it. These last couple Pay It Forwards have been about serious topics. And I promised myself and I promised you guys as an audience that I would pay forward whatever insight, whatever reality that I was living and whatever lessons that I had learned through the periods of time that I've been in and to try to be real and as authentic as possible. I am still figuring out how to do that. There's a part of me that really wants to do the whole spiel that I normally do because I like the radio host thing. You know, I like just talking and um, just saying things and, you know, saying cool things and just kind of keeping a, Good, high powered, positive energy going. It's a good, it's a feel good thing. And right now, I am healing. And I don't think I'd be doing a service to myself or to this show by not being my authentic self. So again, I promised y'all I'd take y'all on this healing journey with me. So y'all going to see, um, the moments of pureness and contentment that you get. You're going to see, um, my experiences that I have. And this is another one. I have had a fantastic 2020 and I can honestly say that, um, I've had a lot of things work out for me in 2020. Um, but I have also been dealing with some emotional work that I've been going through and um, a lot of stuff involving my father. And as y'all know, um, I told y'all before that my dad died in 2019, my biological dad. And I also made mention, I'm pretty sure in my testimony about my spiritual one. I have a spiritual father and he poured into me. He was always praying for me and, you know, he was helping me and guiding me. And he led me to a lot of things. And I told you I had an up and down relationship with him. So I found out on, I believe it was the 19th or 18th. It was, no, it was the 18th. I found out on the 18th uh, from my God brother that two weeks ago, my spiritual father passed away. I was just getting through starting to accept my biological dad's death in my life, you know? And now the one father figure that I did have that, even though we didn't have a a, a perfect relationship, he was still there. He was still present. God, no, he's gone too. And, you know, a couple days before Father's Day, you know, this recording is probably going to be in and around Father's Day. So, and it's been two days since I found out. I had a feeling something had gone on, you know, in the earlier weeks but I found out for sure. And it is absolutely stunned. I am stunned. I couldn't even pronounce that sentence right. I mean, I'm stunned. He was one of those people that was like invincible. I mean, you know, as invincible as a human being could be, you know, I... He was the type of person that would send me selfies whenever he might, and he he had on and off health problems and stuff, but he'd send me selfies every time he went to the hospital. You know, he'd send me a picture of himself in the hospital bed, and I mean, there were times I was on the phone, and I thought he was going to die, and then three hours later, he called me back and was talking about how, yeah, you know, I'm about tired of being in this hospital, so I'm about to go on and get out. You know... There were so many good things he taught me and, 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 and I'm going to share a lot of what those things mean, you know, in a sense, kind of like a tribute and kind of like a a, a reality placement for, for myself and for anybody else that has lost parents in this, this, this period of time, especially fathers. There is nothing in the world like a father son bond or a mother daughter bond, but a father son, bond, and I've been blessed in my life to have two of them. I've had two father-son bonds in my life. And even though my biological dad, and I told y'all about him, uh, he was not, and not to angelize, angelize him or nothing like that, you know, or demonize him. He wasn't perfect. He wasn't the worst person in the world, but man, he was present in my life. I called my biological dad, dad. I called him daddy at first as a kid. And then I called him dad as a man, but my spiritual father, I called him pops. I could never bring myself to call him dad because I already had one. Oh man, I learned so much from him and I had so many more plans. Ah. Oh. This one, this one, this one, it's different. See, uh, he was one of those people that was really in tune with God. He was a you know he was a military man you know he he was a a a a wise man. I learned a lot of wisdom from him. He was the person that encouraged me to go to school in the first place. I didn't even intend to go to school when I first had connected with him. He encouraged me to go to school. He told me I'd be successful. And I believed him and I was successful. I have been successful. Every single year I've been in school, I have been successful from the point that he told me. He helped me get things together. He walked with me to 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 to, to, to walk me through the process to get my own, my first bank account. He showed me how to get financial aid. He encouraged me on the phone when my dad had, was cussing me out and, 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 and listened to me. We had a lot of ups and downs and it wasn't like he didn't care. And I have felt so guilty because I just felt like I should have done more. I felt like I could have done more. And as I've heard, seen, experienced, that is apparently a normal part of grief. I feel scared. I I feel scared. Because he was always there. He was always there. Even if it was only a text or a call away, he was always there. I knew that even if I hadn't heard from him in a week or two weeks or whatever, I was going to hear from him at some point. I knew that if I called his phone, I was going to hear from him at some point. I knew it didn't matter whether I hadn't heard from him in two weeks or a week or something like that. That if I called his phone, I was going to hear him. He was going to answer the phone like he always did. Hey, son. Oh, you know, I'm doing all right. How are you? He was the first father figure that I had to call me son. My dad referred to me as son, but he always called me son. He told me all throughout my years that he was proud to have me as a son. He took me in as one of his own. We never physically met him and I, but he took me in as one of his own. He leaned on me a lot heavier than I felt that a father should. And in a lot of ways, I felt that our relationship really should have and could have been better. And that was the main thing that happened when I suffered through some of the things I suffered through with him. I remember being really, really, really angry about it, feeling violated, realizing that this connection that I'd had with him was codependent. It was in mesh. It was not what I wanted and having the chance to turn away and never speak to him again. God, I turned around And I remember even telling my therapist, I said, I'm going to stick with this relationship. And I said, because there is something out of this that I want. I wanted a healthy relationship with him. I wanted it. I didn't know he was going to die. I feel like I would have said so many things differently. I'll tell y'all how we met about five years ago. We connected over Facebook and that was during a time in my life where I really had felt disoriented and confused. I didn't feel like I knew anything. I didn't feel like I knew where I was going or anything like that. And I saw his post and his post used to really encourage me. You know, he used to talk about spiritual things. He would talk about, you know, um, connections and being connected with people. And I could sense that he had an empathy and he cared. And then I would like his post. And then one day he added me on Facebook and he was friends with two people that I knew personally that had encouraged me deeply. And he was their spiritual father and mentor. And I said, yo, I want to really get involved with this dude. This dude is really cool because y'all got learned from him. He wasn't physically out here, but I remember learning from him and he hit me in the inbox and, you know, he began to pray for me and he started to share encouragement with me immediately. And I remember being excited but being a little wary. And so time passed and he gave me his phone number and he asked me to call him. And I was like, I don't know this man, but call it whatever you want to call it. God spoke to me and said, call him. You can trust him. And I did. And when I answered that phone, it it just, it clicked for me. I mean, I can't say that it was necessarily entirely for the better, but it was a divine encounter. It was a divine experience. I say, and and you know what? I, let me, let me rephrase that. I can say that it was for the better because it was, but it didn't necessarily mean that it it, it, it had, it. I had a lot of, Of ups and downs. And I'm going to talk about all of them in this. But it was ultimately for the better. But it was like a divine experience. I remember connecting with him. And I just felt like I was home. For good or for better or for worse. And. I just began to talk to him. And he listened to me. He listened to me. Man. I hadn't felt listened to. By a father figure and God knows how long my dad would pay attention, but he didn't really listen to me, but pops did. There were times that I just desperately needed somebody to pray for me. And when I sent out texts to people, he was the first person to answer and immediately prayed for me. And then I can remember I was like January 31st, of 2015. I can't remember exactly what year it was, but it was, it was the end of one year. I remember, not January 31st, December 31st. Um, I remember calling him and I was just desperate. I was at the end of my rope. I was so tired of some of the things I would experienced. I was experiencing things at my church and it seemed like nobody really understood. But as soon as I started talking to him, he got it. He immediately understood. He shared with me encouragements about my life. And it was like somebody had just rewritten all of the things about my life and just understood. And I was on board from that moment forward. He was the one that encouraged me to go to school. I didn't know how to go to school. Wasn't didn't have any interest in going to school. I was scared of going to school. But he said, son, you're going to succeed at, at your school and everything you do, you're going to succeed. And he was right. I got to PCC after I finally got there. And I never made anything less than A's and B's. Only two times did I ever make a C, and those were almost like flukes. But I made A's and B's every semester. Oh, man. I didn't know anything about banking or having a credit card having a bank account. He showed me all that stuff. He wasn't physically there. But sometimes we'd FaceTime or we'd Skype or something like that. I didn't have a cell phone. And he shipped me one before we'd even really connected like that. He said, I'm going to send you a smartphone. It's going to be on, on, on my, my phone plan. He said, I'm going to get you a phone. Oh, man. And... He gave me my first smartphone. He gave me my first iPhone. He was the one to teach me how to believe that I could even have them. I always thought they were too expensive, too much for me to handle. And he said, why? Why do you think so? You, you a king's kid. You're the son of the living God. There's nothing that's out your reach. He taught me that. He was one of the first people to call me handsome. And at first it made me feel weird because I was just like, bro, what are you on? You sound like you're on some weird stuff right now calling me handsome. But he told me something after a while. He said, you know, I call all of my sons handsome. He said, because when I call them handsome, they get to hear it from me. He said, and if they hear it from me as their parent, they get to hear it from me. said they get to hear it from me they don't have to wait to hear it from the world he reinforced that in me every time I send him a picture sometimes I send him a picture every day and he would ask me to send him a picture every day and every time I send one look nice son handsome son look nice son handsome son he did it all the time without fail he was also one of the men who taught me how to say I love you every time we didn't call he say love you son and I got used to being able to say that He shared that affection. He shared that kindness. He got me used to being able to handle affection from males without thinking that it was predatory. He taught me so many things. He gave me so many lessons. I'd be on the phone with him all the time. And he would be willing to spend time There was some times that I can remember I called him and I just talked and sometimes I didn't do anything, but pops would just listen to me. And I can actually remember after just hearing him and and, and just listening, talking with him, he would just say, I'm glad that, I'm glad that you, that, that that you, you told me. And he'd say, ah, this, I enjoyed this. And I'd be like, what do you mean you enjoyed this? I didn't do nothing but talk. You didn't get a chance to say anything. And he said, I enjoyed that. I want to do this again. I had plans to do this again. He wasn't supposed to die. And he led me through school. He was the one to encourage me. And he spoke according to his beliefs and his experiences. That he wanted me to make sure that if I was to be with a woman or be married, that I wouldn't marry the wrong person so that I would not experience what he did. And he spoke in that out of his own personal experiences and fears. Still trying to help. There was a lot of things that happened in our relationship. And I want to just make it seem like everything was all good and all peaches. It wasn't. It wasn't. And toward the end of our relationship. I I was so angry at him. I just, I barely could even find it in me to talk to him. But I I, I, I was like, I want to heal this relationship. And I was making progress. I remember calling him and knowing he was going through some things and just being able to call him earlier in the year and just encourage him and say, Hey, you know, is this, this is going to work out. That's going to work out. I was able to, you know, donate some money because he was going through some things and I felt good. I said, I think I've actually made progress in forgiving pop. It wasn't supposed to be like that. I, I feel like it wasn't supposed to be like that. I can logically see, That there are reasons why it had to be that way. But logic does not spare you from grief. I did work. I did work. I did grief work. I completed my relationships around him. There is a fantastic grief recovery book. That teaches you how to complete relationships with people. That gives you, that gives you insight. And if you have a partner, you can walk with them to create, to, to, to heal relationships with people. And man, I did that. I already did it. And I can't fathom the fact that it hurts so much. It wasn't supposed to be like this. At least to me, it feels like it wasn't. It feels like it feels like it wasn't supposed to be like this. So this is for all the kids and adults. Men, women. That have either felt without a father. Have lost a parent. Have lost a father. I empathize with you, man. And I'm so sorry. This is a permission podcast. To let you know. That you have permission to feel whatever it is you want to feel. And I can't help but after all of this. Feeling more free than I had felt before. Because at a certain point. I felt like pops could only see me for what he wanted to see me as. And. I remember just kind of feeling burdened and saying God I don't know. What you want me to do with this relationship? Because I want to listen to the things that your manservant has said. I don't know what you want me to do. I said, because there's so much that I know that that you've called me to do. There's so much that I need in in my connection with God. With my connection with you. I, I don't know. Man. But I didn't expect that. trying to feel and let myself feel these feelings it feels more challenging than i thought that it would letting myself sit and feel the waves of different feelings the tenseness the stress the 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 relief the lightness the frustration the confusion the uncertain feelings Let myself feel. It's not something that men are taught. But it is something that we're able to take on and learn. Whew. Sons and fathers have a bond that is unique. It is a connection that transcends space and time. It is a bond that says you will always be my son and you will always be my dad. And I am happy that both my parents. If it was in the will of God or in heaven right now, probably met each other, probably celebrating because my dad didn't know pops while he was down here. God, do I miss them? I, I, I feel like sometimes. What was wrong with me? I feel like that sometimes. Was there something wrong with me that caused my parents to, my father, my father's, to, I feel left sometimes. I feel forgotten in that way. And there was nothing that I could do to control that situation. I feel like I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to have answers, but I come as a person right now who only knows that it was God's time for them, but for him to go a person that is free from all of those chains and burdens, from all of those perceptions that I had, those Roles that I thought that I had to fulfill in order to please him, to please my dad. I don't have anyone over my head other than God to give me permission and tell me what needs to be done. And that is liberating and terrifying. But I'm scared, y'all. I feel scared because I could always say that it wasn't on me. You know, I could always be like, well, this is pop fault. This is my dad's fault, or this is all of our success. But now everything that comes my way is going to be because of the choices that I make. It's going to be because of decisions that I make. And in some ways I am happy. I am free. But I didn't expect that the freedom would come like this. A lot of life is coming out of this. A lot of blessings, a lot of healthy transformations for myself, for my family, for everyone around me are coming out of this particular situation. And as a human, I still feel Scared. I have been blessed to be able to talk with friends, to create community, to, to talk with people. But sometimes I felt scared to even go to sleep. I felt more stress in my body. And I think that that's just the stress leaving my body. But man, I didn't. No, it would feel in this particular instance like this. I feel like I want help, but I don't entirely understand where to get it from. It's different. And and I feel like the people that are out there that have experienced something like what I've experienced will know that it never feels the same. And I forgot to mention that June 20th was Pops' birthday. So, so much I feel has been trapped in my body and it's been coming out, it's been coming up, and I, and I, and I, and I, I feel... So many things, a myriad of emotions that have ranged from disgust to shame to rage to helplessness to relief to joy to lightness to freedom. All of these things to numbness. All of these things. This. is the reality of a man that is experiencing something that comes with a healed heart. The ability to feel pain. That's something that I don't think we talk about when our hearts are healed. Is that there's comes with that, the ability to feel things more vividly than you could feel before. You don't feel as numb to things. You feel connected. At a deeper level. Please. I want... To connect and pay it forward the way that I did previously. I'm happy I have the equipment, I have the means, I have the stability. More stability continues to come. I have the means now. But I don't know how to feel. And I'm just so uncomfortable, it's so uncertain. To feel whatever I need and want to feel. I have never in my life felt like I had that choice and now I do and I am happy, but I feel scared. There's nobody to call and say, what do I do? Because that's what I used to do with pops. Whether I resented him or not, I still call. And say, hey Pop, if it was something big, I'd run it by him and say, Hey Pop, I just want want to know your opinion on this. And I always knew that I had an opinion to bounce back off of, but not not only that. I knew that if 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 push came to shove, that pop was gonna swoop in. And if nothing else, he'd give me some advice. If nothing else, he'd come through and give me some in situation, but he'd do anything in his power to help his son. And now he's gone, man. Even when my dad died, I knew even if I had issues with pop, he was still there. And I had plans, y'all. I figured out so much. I finally figured out things involving business, things I didn't know before. And I said, I can, I I can, I can, I finally felt like I could fix it. And that was the deep codependent wound that popped up. I said, what is wrong? Why couldn't I fix it? Why couldn't I make it Right. That was the codependency that came up saying I needed to make it right, but it wasn't my responsibility. It wasn't on me to fix. It still felt like it. That's the dichotomy of having a real connection with God. It is the acknowledgement of, of knowing that you, in all of the abilities that you have, will never be able to control, manipulate, or create something that is outside of your sphere of influence. And that despite all of our abilities to control things that we do not understand, that as we come as we are, We are accepted, loved, and cherished lovingly and gently as we are. That is the dichotomy. I know, yet I feel, yet you are. That's the dichotomy. I know, and I am confident that it was his time. My pop has so much unprocessed grief, unresolved trauma, unspoken words. I know it was his time and it was just too, it was too much for him to bear. I feel scared, unsure, helpless, relieved, lighter, freer. And God is... there with me lovingly being present but it does not not necessarily it doesn't necessarily feel that way but the closer I get to my own acceptance the closer I get to the understanding that the Lord God was there the whole time oh <sighs> Blessings do come next. Blessings come right now. That doesn't mean I don't still feel scared. So y'all, as men, this is y'all permission card, especially if you're a black man. Feel scared. Feel whatever you need to feel. Feel. Feel light. Feel happy. Feel free. Feel enraged. Feel, 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 feel. This is your permission to feel. Because we were not given that permission. We were not given that permission generationally by our slave, by the slave owners. We were not given that permission in our own families. We were not given this permission externally. We were barely given this permission internally, but we have entered into a new era in our lives. And because we are the leaders, the example in our families, we need permission, and permission has been given. Feel, feel, feel. That was one of the greatest things that I learned in my relationship with pops is that he taught me a lot of things, but he could never and was never going to be able to teach me how to be Brandon. He could never do that. That's a journey. That's for me. He could teach me how to survive, but he could not teach me what he did not know. And what he did not know was how to live. And living takes more than just your average survival skill. It takes more than being able to numb your emotions and be prepared for any and all eventualities and being um, able to manipulate situations until you can get a scenario that is best case scenario for you, even if it is familiar. To live is to be present. To live is to be grounded. To live is to experience. To allow. To live is to accept the ebbs and flows that come with life to live is to breathe. And even though my pop couldn't teach me that what he did teach me, put me in position to live. And I am eternally grateful for him to do that for doing that. He taught me to believe that I even had promise In the first place, he taught me and filled in the gaps that my dad could not do. And at 30, I'm ahead of the curve. At 30, I'm more capable than I thought I'd ever be. At 30, I am a healing, self-aware, open, and authentic individual. And I know that all that Pop would have wanted for his sons was for us to succeed. And for us to surpass the things in which he taught us in life. Pop, I still wanted you to be there. I still wanted you to meet my spouse. I wanted you to meet her. I wanted you whenever I have kids to meet them I wanted you to meet them I wanted you to text me I wanted you to send a a picture of her to you and for you tell me that she was beautiful I wanted you to do that I had so many plans and it's just it's too soon For me to absolutely grasp the fact. That God's ways were not my ways. I acknowledge. I accept. But to grasp. I I don't know how to do that. So I come to you. Come to us all just as a man looking to be as authentic, as real as genuine as possible opening myself up to God and what and whom he has for me Not in suppression, but in submission. Saying, thank you for helping me. And feeling like I need the help. So I can't really tell you what this particular pay it forward is. Maybe it's a letter of permission for every man that doesn't feel that they have permission to exist because their fathers are no longer in their lives. Maybe this is a eulogy and an encouragement to others that our parents, our fathers, have done the best they can. Maybe this is a tribute to a man that has blessed my life even through ups and downs that I have experienced in our relationship. I don't quite know what this is, but I know that whatever it is, I am paying it forward to all of you, to all of us. Because we all deserve a chance to be our most authentic selves. We all deserve a shot. So I come shoot my shot. This is where I am right now. And maybe in a week, maybe in a month, I may be in a place that's different than this one. But I have a promise to keep and a desire to keep that promise. Pay it forward will continue. It will continue to be authentic. Some days it'll have music, some days it won't. Some days... It'll have guests some days it won't, but it will continue. Cause I think if there's any ministry that Jesus really had, it was that we would never be able to pay him back for what he gave. And this is for those who believe that, but all you could do is pay it forward. So that's what I'm doing, taking what I have, taking what I've been given, taking what I'm learning, taking what I believe that I know, and paying it forward, because if I deserve it, I know whomever is in the sound of my voice does. So I mean that when I say that you got the juice, you got the mojo. And guess what? You do still have the magic. Ain't no magic in this world like being real. So, I appreciate y'all and rocking with me on this journey. It's going to be different each time. But other than that, it still continues to get better for me. So, I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. And I'm always happy to pay it forward in y'all lives so yeah i'm gonna see y'all when i see y'all peace out